0: Life is a journey, and God has provided songs to help us along the way. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the songs of degrees found in the Psalms. They will encourage your heart and give help for the journey ahead. ¶¶ If you travel very much, you learn very quickly that you have to have supply. You have to have resources. Traveling can be an expensive venture. And along the way, you have to, you have to replenish in every way. If you're driving a car, you have to have fuel. Uh, if you are uh, traveling on the road for a certain number of days, you need money uh, just to live on and to eat on. You have to have lodging and places to go. We're talking today about the traveler's supply. And we've come in our study of these songs of degrees to Psalm 123. Now remember, these songs were sung by the nation of Israel as they traveled, as they journeyed to Jerusalem. When you come to Psalm 123 in verse number 1, you read these words, Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress. So our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until that He have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud." What do we learn from this psalm that will help us today on our own journey with the Lord Jesus Christ? Friend, as surely as this traveler who's writing needed supply along the way, you're going to need divine supplies. You're going to need uh, what only God can give. I love the fact that in this psalm, like in a previous Song of Degrees, he lifts up his eyes. Do you remember back in Psalm 121, he said, "...I'll lift up mine eyes." unto the hills. Well, now he lifts up his eyes again, but he goes higher, higher than the hills. He goes straight to heaven. He says, unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. You know, sometimes we get so distracted by earth that we forget heaven. The Bible says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. It says we're to set our affection on things above and not on things below. That's easier said than done sometimes, isn't it? We get so fixated on On earthly things and earthly needs and earthly problems and earthly struggles and so what do we have to do we have to get our eyes on higher things specifically we have to get our eyes on him did you notice the repeated emphasis on the eyes in verse 1 I'll lift up mine eyes in verse 2 he talks about the eyes of servants he talks about the eyes of a maiden And he talks about our eyes waiting upon the Lord our God. Four different times a reference to eyes. Now that's a a great secret here. Because if you're journeying, if you're traveling, uh, where you look is very important. Uh, Keeping your eyes fixed on the destination. For example, if you're driving a car and you fix your eyes on something on the side of the road, have you ever noticed how quickly your car begins to drift in that general direction? Why? Because wherever you look is going to have so much effect on where you go. The traveler here says, I've got to get my eyes on the Lord. So easy to get our eyes on other people, isn't it? He said, I've got to get my eyes on the Lord. And he uses two illustrations, the eyes of servants and the eyes of a maiden. Basically, they're both servants. Uh, one is a male and one is female. He says, whoever you are... You need to keep your eye on the master. You see, servants and maidens were trained that they were to keep their eye at all time on the one they worked for so that just a look was sufficient. Just a look was enough. I'm thinking now of a scripture that says where God speaks and He says, I will guide thee with mine eye. That's a a beautiful principle. God wants to be able to simply give you a look. And as He looks your direction, you are gazing steadily to Him. you know exactly what He wants. Friend, he can't lead you if you're not looking at Him. I can tell you in the authority of the Word of God, God has His eye on you today. Are your eyes on Him? Are you looking to Him at this moment? And I love this. He, he says the servant and the maiden has to worry simply about their eyes. But notice the emphasis with the masters and the mistress, he emphasizes their hand. He says, when you keep your eye on the Master, the Master is going to give you whatever you need. Friend, would you keep your eye on the Lord today and know that His hand has in it everything you're going to need for your journey? What is is the supply you need today? Do you need strength? He has plenty of that. Are you weak and tired? His grace is sufficient for you. Uh, Are you just at a loss to know what to do? He is the God of wisdom. Everything you need, God has. God is. And He will supply it if you'll simply look to Him. He goes on and prays in verse 3, Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Then He repeats it, Have mercy upon us. Isn't that what we all need? Daily mercy. The fresh supply of mercy. Uh, That's the great message found in the book of Lamentations, that His mercies are new every morning. Great is Thy faithfulness. You see, every day of your life, the Lord is going to give you for that day exactly what you need. Maybe you feel like today you're running on empty. Let me just tell you, God is never on empty. He's always full of everything you need. And He's going to give you exactly what you need. And then there's an interesting play on words here. There's a contrast. He said, we're exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and the contempt of the proud. Uh, this contempt here means ridicule, and it's used twice. He said, along the journey, people are making fun of me. They're laughing at me. They're mocking me. They're, they're saying that I'm not going to make it. Do you have anybody like that? And he says, I'm filled with this. Friend, today, uh, would you allow God to fill you with His supply instead of their sarcasm? Would you allow today the Lord to fill you up with His strength instead of you being filled uh, by listening to what everybody else happens to be saying around you. Look, God has more than enough. I remember years ago reading an old Puritan author, and he made this statement. He said, There is more mercy in Christ than sin in us. Praise God for that. Friend, there's more mercy in Christ than there is anything in you today. Whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever it is you're struggling with along this journey of life, know that the Lord has plenteous supply for you. That's why the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 that my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean out of His riches. It means in direct proportion to His riches. God's not just going to give you enough to get you through today. Just enough to, to squeak by and squeeze through the hard place. Just enough to endure. No, my friend. He's going to give you enough to enjoy. He's going to give you superabounding strength. He's going to give you more than enough. You don't have access to just what you need today. You have access to the entire bank account of heaven. You have Christ's name, His signature on it. You have all things that pertain to life and godliness. Would you lift up your eyes today? Would you look to the Lord that is in heaven who reigns and rules over all? is greater than you and greater than your enemy and greater than the obstacle in front of you along the path today. Now, dear traveler, would you find your supply in him who never is deficient, who never runs out? Would you look up and believe that today God is going to give you joy for your journey? trust that today's study has ministered to your heart. As you read these psalms for the traveler, Psalms 120 through 134, God will guide you on your way. You may visit us at scottpauley.org to find additional resources. May God help you to enjoy the journey.